It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson. In the lead-up to Father's Day, we've been having some great conversations as part of the Happy Families Podcast, talking with people who have just got so many great insights. Uh, Osher, uh, David Campbell, and today, somebody that has entertained me for a number of years now. Every now and again, the Huff Post or any number of other news outlets will do kind of like the the best tweets on Twitter this week. And there's a whole lot of parenting tweets articles that you can find when you Google. And there's one guy who comes up perhaps more often than any other uh, parenting tweeter. I don't even know if he intended to become a parenting tweeter or not, but the man's name is James Brakewell. He's based in the United States. And James tweets under the handle at exploding unicorn, exploding unicorn, with an X as opposed to an EX. Uh, James joins me now to talk about life tweeting to more than one million followers about his four daughters. James Brakewell, the exploding unicorn on Twitter. Welcome to the Happy Families Podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Very excited. So uh, before we even get started, you and I were chatting just before I pressed record here, and it turns out that there was a bit of an issue with the timing of organizing our conversation. You're not supposed to be here talking to me right now. Where should you be? I should be at my wife's birthday dinner right now, <laughs> right at this exact moment. I, uh, it turns out I don't understand how time converts from Australia to the US. And uh, <laughs> rather than rather than being safely before we needed to go out to eat, it is this is precisely in the middle of when we need to eat. But the, the reason I was able to get away with this is the same reason I'm able to get away with tweeting about my kids. My wife is very understanding of my shenanigans. I, I really hope that she forgives you. This is terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> what, what, what I find even funnier is I messaged you because you were having trouble with getting the conversion right. And, and I made a mistake with the conversion and I offered to come into the office two hours earlier to make this happen at the time that was more convenient for you. And you said, no, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be fine if we just do it at the wrong time. You know, it, it, there were a lot of things going on and I didn't make the connection. And then I woke up this morning. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That was not a good thing to say, but that's, those are the best kind of mistakes. The ones that slap you in the face in a, in a moment of total panic. And yet here we are. I just hope you don't get another one slap that is a little bit later. So let's, let's talk about your family and your tweets. Uh, you're a dad to four daughters. I'm not sure if my EP Craig Bruce, when he arranged for this conversation, I don't know if he told you I have six daughters. Yeah, he did. You uh, upped me by 50%. So I've, that's my whole shtick is four daughters. You should have 10 billion followers on Twitter with six. That's a, that's like a superpower. Maybe sh- maybe we should work together. I'm, I'm actually thinking next time I'm in the United States, I'm going to bring the whole family just so that we can oh, man. get the 10 girls together. Like how, how, how <laughs> awesome would that be? It'd be so much, uh, so much girl power in one place. It'd be overwhelming. You um you, you had a you had a funny beginning to your your dad experience and, and and your Twitter life the thing that you do you've said I'm not great at, at being a dad so tweeting about being bad at it felt natural the difference between you and I is when I realised I was not good at being a dad I went back and did a PhD in psychology Ooh. you you got onto Twitter and started just saying I'm I'm going to celebrate my badness as a dad. Yeah, I feel like my approach was a lot easier and a lot more time efficient. <laughs> and it's probably worked out better for you as well. Um, baby number one is now how old? Twelve. Twelve, okay. She's in it's seventh grade over here. Yeah, she's a middle schooler now. It's, it makes me feel a million years old. What are you going to do when she's old enough to sort of get onto Twitter and realize what you've written about her for the last 10 years? 
Oh, they are aware. I mean, we do YouTube videos together and things like that. In fact, that's the only thing they uh, they really appreciate about my internet career. Uh, Twitter means nothing to them. Newsletters means nothing to them. The books, eh, they, they, they take it or leave it. Uh, but that YouTube account, which is not very big, that's a big deal to them. And all the time, like, dad, dad, can we make a video about this or that or that? So they, you know, they're, they're growing up in the YouTube age. So they understand what internet attention is. So I've, uh, I've given her a head start in that arena. And she's also uh, kind of given me a little bit of leeway on that. She understands I'm a comedy writer. That's what I do. So I don't necessarily take the, it's not, not like I'm, I'm making fun of her or taking like the whole truth. It's like, oh, this is kind of a funny situation. Let's, let's portray this in a funny way, but not necessarily exactly as it happens in real life. There's that little bit of separation there that, uh, that, that, that kind of saves us all from humiliation. How do you find the humor? So I, a lot of parents, we, we get so earnest and we get so serious and we get so triggered. How do you spin that so that you find the humor? What makes your kids so funny, even when they're not being funny? You know, the the bigger the disaster, the better the joke. That's kind of the motto I've uh, I've adopted over the years, and it really helps me keep everything in perspective. That uh, you know, things are going wrong, everything's in chaos. It's like, all right, what's what's the what's the the gem I can grab out of this that people are going to relate to? And it kind of it helps me focus in. It helps me realize that you know we're going to get through this moment. Just like what you know, I look back, I've got sixteen thousand tweets, twenty thousand tweets, something like that. I don't even check the number anymore, but it's like just just like those other 20,000 moments we're going to we're going to survive this one too do, do you find it difficult to create the psychological distance sometimes though like sometimes you're in the moment you've got to get out the door you're supposed to be at your wife's birthday party everything's going <laughs> everything's going wrong and do you do you struggle to pause and go this will make a great tweet sometimes are you so in the moment that you're like i'm just go, I'm, I'm going to be the exploding dad rather than the exploding unicorn <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And that's why I so rarely do YouTube because on YouTube, you have to like, you have to look the part, you have to compose yourself for Twitter. You can be having an absolute meltdown. It's like, but I can probably type 280 characters. Like you don't have to put yourself back together for that. And that is, that is what saves me there. What's your favorite tweet? You know, when you write something and you just know that you've written something absolutely brilliant. Sometimes as a, as a, as a writer, you put a few words together on the page and think, I really created something excellent here. I really, mm-hmm. I, I remember one time I, I talked about how one of my children's jokes landed on my funny bone like a plane touching down. And I just thought that was brilliant at the time. I'm not so convinced as I'm repeating it now that it was that good. But at the time I thought, oh, I've done something so good. When you think about your, your tweets, do you have a favorite one that just still melts in your mouth as you say it? Yeah, and I won't be able to quote it exactly, but the situation was I was teaching my kids to play a a child version of Dungeons and Dragons because I'm doing my best to raise four nerds. And the situation was that this town was surrounded by wolves. And obviously the solution is you just go out and fight the wolves. That's what it's set up for. And instead of going out to fight the wolves, they decided to befriend the wolves and ride the wolves and make a wolf army. And so I wrote about this, about how I tried to get them to fight the wolves. And instead they they befriended the wolves and now they had their own private wolf army. And then the punchline was girls, man, they're going to take over the world. And that one still is bouncing around the internet. I see it all the time pop up on nerd sites and and stuff like that circulating but it really kind of encapsulates who my kids are they just they look at the world a little bit different than i do and i think everybody's children do that i think that's the advantage of having children you get that fresh look you get that fresh enthusiasm and things that to you and i seem so obvious so rote so this is how it is and that's it uh they turn that completely on its head and uh that's what keeps me coming back when people find out that you have four girls you tweet about them all the time, obviously. Uh, how many times would you say that you've been asked, do you know how that happened? Or did you keep trying for a boy? Do you get those questions a lot? And what are your best responses? 
either they say, oh, you poor thing, or they say, are you going to try for a boy? It's always one of those two responses. And my response is I could have a hundred more kids and they would all be girls. I just make girls. That's, that's, that's just how it's going to be. And so I had the wisdom to stop at four. I, you, you kept going to six, but I'm, I'm guessing it's the same deal with you. If you had nine or 10 or 12, you'd be the guy with 12 daughters. And I, it's, which there's nothing wrong with that, but logistics start to get complicated if you don't fit in one vehicle anymore. My sense is that you're calling me a slow learner. <laughs> you know, it took me four to get there. We're all in the same boat. Actually, my wife and I, when we got married, our life plan was to have four boys. So you can see how well that worked out. <laughs> You're on fire. I love it. Uh, tell me, what's your what's your parenting style? Uh, everyone loves to talk about parenting styles, how they work, uh, whether you're a helicopter parent or an authoritarian parent or a gentle parent or an attachment parent, whatever it might be. Uh, do you, are you a, like, like, what is an exploding unicorn parent? I tend to be very laid back. Uh, the, the title of my second book was Bare Minimum Parenting, The Ultimate Guide to Not Quite Ruining Your Child. And I really try to encompass that. Sometimes I think uh, you can parent more by parenting less and just let the kids uh, work it out for themselves. If I, I'm, I'm more of a referee in most situations is how I kind of view it. And oddly enough, the kids have turned out to be super responsible. And I can't, uh, I can't let them hear this, but they do the dishes every night. They do most of the chores. They do their own laundry. They make their own lunches for, uh, uh, for school. And like, I didn't do any of those things. I didn't do any of that stuff till I was in my twenties and they're already there now. So my, uh, my loving neglect has gotten them to the point where they're kind of semi-capable adults at a very young age. Then at the same time, sometimes they turn my back and they, they try to murder each other. So they are also still children. So you have both aspects of that going on, but so far so good. Right. After the break, we're going to find out exactly how to raise children who want to clean the dishes without being asked <laughs> and a whole lot more. We're speaking with James Brakewell. James is the Twitterer, the, tw- the tweeter behind the, <laughs> behind the handle at Exploding Unicorn on uh, Twitter. I think I got that right. Dads are pretty awesome. Just ask me. Today, more dads are more involved with their children's lives than ever before. And research shows that their children are really benefiting from it. But too often, dads don't realize just how vital they really are. In the Dadding Done Right webinar, join me as I examine how dads can be a fantastic support, the ideal role model, and an excellent all-round best dad ever. Check out Dadding Done Right at the Happy Families web shop. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers. Now, we've got Father's Day, days away. Uh, in fact, just, just a couple of days here in Australia. In the United States, you've already had Father's Day, James. Uh, how do your four girls treat a Twitter um, celebrity? I mean, you're, you, I don't know if Twitter has influences so much, but you're, you're, you're a Twitter celebrity. Everyone follows you, knows who you are, sees your tweets. Uh, what, are the, what do the girls do for you on Father's Day? What makes Father's Day great for you? So I try not to make a big deal out of Father's Day. If you make a big deal out of Father's Day, you have to make a big deal out of Mother's Day. You just you're creating more work for yourself. So we tend to be pretty low key about everything: birthdays, holidays, everything else. But they do they do try to be nice to me. They'll try to make an extra dessert or something on those days. And I always say what I really want is for them to be nice to each other and be quiet. That's the one thing that's absolutely impossible. I might as well ask them for a real unicorn. I kind of feel like you are me. <laughs> Except for the fact that I've got two extra daughters, that's literally what I ask for for Father's Day every year. Can, can you all just be nice to each other? And if you can give me a, a little bit of peace and quiet and we just spend some time together, that'll be, that'll be fine. And instead they give me gift vouchers for massages and baths and, <laughs> and, and, and the promise that they will actually do the dishes. And yet when I try to use those gift vouchers, they scream at me and say, no, not now, it's a bad time and you don't understand what it's like to be a girl. Uh, 
it's challenging. You don't have any girls that have gone through puberty yet. What are your greatest fears? You know, my father-in-law talks to me about this all the time. He raised three girls and he keeps telling me that I, uh, that, that basically they, his daughters, they spent some years hating their mom, but they were always fine with him. And like, I feel like that's a best case scenario. If there's, if mom is the bad guy and I'm the good guy, we'll work it out one way or another. Uh, people always tell me, they're like, oh man, there's going to be so much drama in the teenage years. And it's like, what, what do you think my house is like now? Like the, the, the quote of the, the, the ratio of tears to not tears, the ratio of screaming to not screaming. There's a lot of drama going on every second of every day. And I kind of wonder if maybe we've already hit peak drama. Maybe, maybe we get to the teenage teenage years. And it's just more of the same. I mean, that's, that's my naive hope. That's what gets me out of bed in the morning. So please, please don't tell me the truth. James, my eldest is in her twenties and married. I've got another one who's uh, about to turn 20. Another one's finishing her senior year of high school as we speak. And then I've got a 15 year old, a 12 year old and an eight year old. And I can assure you as much as you just told me not to, that uh, (laughs) it's not even beginning yet. It's, it's, it's all still to come. And your, your tweets are going to become potential missiles aimed at your own head. Uh, the more you tweet about the girls as they enter those adolescent years and move through them, the more likely it is that they're going to start to threaten you. Um, I know that your wife has told you not to share pictures of the family or get the family killed with what you're tweeting, but the, 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 the difficulty that you're going to be facing soon is friendly fire, what the girls will do and say. Yeah, right now they 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 still find it a novelty. Still actually tell me, you know, come we, we we do do pictures online and things like that. Take pictures of this, you know. Kids kids love attention, but yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure there will be a shift there. And as they get older, if they don't want their pictures online or they don't want to be part of my shenanigans, that's uh that's fine. And I've I've branched into other things over the years. I've got my uh, I have a science fiction book that came out in January. So it's not like it's not like if the kids are like, okay, the dad has been fun, but uh, we're not going to be part of this parenting thing anymore. It's like, all right, you guys you guys can go your own way, and I'll go mine. It's so not not that I'm cutting them out of my family just that if they don't want to be in the tweets anymore that is a that is a perfectly fine outcome and i will not uh it, it, it will not ruin anybody's life i don't think two more questions and we'll wrap this up for you really quickly james uh first of all what's the most viral tweet you've had what's the one that's gone bonkers better than any others the one that it was the wolf tweet I was telling you about uh, yeah, uh, runner was. up to that one was probably one of my way early on before I was even that big on Twitter. It was uh, something to the effect of to anybody out there who's thinking about having kids. My two year old just threw a temper tantrum because she can't get rid of her shadow. And that was we were out at a restaurant. Her shadow was like going in four different directions. She was freaking out. It took us a while to figure out what it was. And then when we figured out what it was, it was like, oh, well, OK, then I guess we can't stop physics here. This just is what it is. It's a great one. I can, I can see why you have a million plus followers on Twitter, James. Uh, last question for you. What are you eating for dinner at your wife's birthday dinner? Oh, sorry, you're not eating anything. You're here with me. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need eating, to let you go. Eat, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go over there. I, th- I think it'll be okay, but I do appreciate you talking with me today. I will go over there and uh, try to save my marriage. You, um, you need all the luck in the world, I guess, based on the way you've responded to these questions, James. Uh, Tell me uh, if people want more information about you and about your books. uh, Obviously, your Twitter handle is easy at Exploding Unicorn. People will find you on Twitter easily. But if they want to have an absolute hoot of a laugh while they're reading about parenting and not feeling so bad about themselves and their, their parenting experiences, how can they find more about you and your books? 
Uh, James Breakwell, just search for that on Amazon or your favorite book retailer of choice. I also have a newsletter in uh, it's both print and uh, podcast form. You can listen to it. That's jamesbreakwell.substack.com, jamesbreakwell.substack.com. There's a free newsletter slash podcast that comes out every Monday with my greatest disaster from the week before that makes you feel very good that you are not me. Perfect. We'll link to every one of those uh, items and more in the show notes. You've been so generous. I feel so terrible. Go and have some connected time and and maybe we can catch up again one time when disasters aren't looming in your life. (laughs) All right. It sounds good. Thanks so much. Wonderful to talk with James Breakwell, Exploding Unicorn on Twitter about uh, everything great about being a dad. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Ruan from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. Father's Day, a couple of days away. Hope you're all set for it. If you'd like more info about making your family happier, visit happyfamilies.com.au. 